0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Buckle up, strap yourself in, and get ready. Welcome to The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Begin At the hundred meridian, at the hundred meridian, where the great plains begin, driving down a corduroy road, weed standing shoulder high, Ferris wheel is rusty, off in the distance, at the hundred meridian, at the hundred meridian, very much part of Canada's legacy. Tragically Hip Gord Downey. So tonight uh, in Kingston they will conclude their Canadian tour and um, the country will be listening and watching. Very special. Very special band, very special man. And um, we'll talk more about Gord Downey and the Tragically Hip later on in the show today. It's a great deal coming up, uh, not only today, but throughout the weekend as the Olympic Games wrap up. And um, we'll be talking to a former Australian Olympian, Madeleine Pape will be joining us. She represented Australia in the 800-meter race during the 2008 Summer Olympic Games in Beijing and at the 2009 World Championships, where she raced against Castor Semenya and lost to Castor Semenya. And in Madeleine Pape's words, at the time, she was really pissed off about Semenya. And the question was, was she beaten by someone with an unfair intersex advantage, which the IAAF virtually declared. Uh, Madeleine Pape is now a graduate student in sociology at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and one of her areas of research is gender equality and sport. And she fully supports Castor Semenya and posted this on her blog, titled, Why I Now Stand with Castor Semenya, and Madeline Pape will be joining us later, Australian Olympian. Our Olympians, so proud of them. Not just the medal winners, but just so proud of these young people and the way they comport themselves. When they're interviewed, they, they just make you feel good. Again, whether they won a medal or didn't win a medal, it doesn't really matter. Well, it does to them and it does it does matter to us whether they want a medal but ultimately when you hear them talk you forget about the medals and you just recognize and realize that what you're hearing is some really good young people we'll talk more about the olympics as uh, as we go through the weekend we'll be joined by one of our colleagues from uh, global national news tomorrow from rio Alright, the story that's been percolating in this country all week long, there's a problem when a federal government minister spent seventeen hundred dollars for limousine surface for one day in Toronto. It's not rocket science. You're the health minister. Seventeen hundred bucks for one day for a limo. Apparently, this wasn't noticed or appreciated by Jane Philpott at the time. The owner of the limo service, who'd been a volunteer on Philpott's election campaign, has said he'll reimburse the money, describing, according to the National Post, the situation as petty political posturing. The owner of the limo service isn't the issue, nor are the rates that he charged or charges charges. The issue is a federal politician who saw nothing wrong with being limoed about Toronto at a cost which was frankly unnecessary. There's much less expensive transport available. Politicians have a history of playing fast and loose with expense accounts. Some have gone to jail for doing so. Even our lofty Prime Minister had an unlofty misuse of expense account rules. I'm just looking at a National Post story from 2014. I'll get to my guest in just a second. uh, He was then the liberal leader, Justin Trudeau, wasn't prime minister yet, 2014. The liberal leader disclosed Thursday that he wrongly claimed $840 in MP travel and living expenses incurred while he was actually moonlighting as a paid public speaker. He called them administrative errors and said he fully repaid the money as soon as he was made aware of the problem. I didn't know that I didn't know. According to Candace Bergen, who was then the Minister of State for Social Development in the Harper government, not only did Justin Trudeau take money from charities, he also took money from taxpayers and denied doing so right up until he was caught. Mr. Trudeau insisted his public disclosure and swift action to remedy the mistake shows he's setting a new standard of transparency. I'm now explaining that to Canadians because one of the most important things about my approach in politics has been creating a level of accountability, of transparency, of openness, of honesty that means admitting when mistakes were made, taking responsibility for them, and fixing them in an open manner that hopefully will continue to restore Canadians' trust in our political system. Where's that little bag they give you on airliners? Mr. Trudeau's disclosure was not entirely voluntary, however... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love the way the story continues. The House of Commons reviewed his expense claims after the NDP won unanimous consent last spring, including from Mr. Trudeau himself, for an examination of parliamentary resources used by MPs who engage in paid public speaking. He made uh, $1.3 million on the public speaking circuit since 2006. That's, so that would be eight years including 277000 from 17 groups since he was first elected in 2008. The story kind of can contradict itself, or I'm not reading it correctly. Uh, the groups who paid for his speeches included charities and non-profit entities, such as school boards, municipalities, and universities. So you take money, you're elected as a member of parliament, you get paid a decent buck, you've got an expense account, and then you take money from charities to speak to charities, And then you bill the taxpayer for living expenses and travel expenses while you're going to and from those speaking engagements where you're billing charities. But hey, it was all just a mistake. When we come back, I'm going to talk to Michelle Simpson. Michelle, as you know, if you listen to this program with any... Degree of Consistency is a member of our Beauties and beast panel on uh, Saturdays in our third hour. She will be again today. She's bookending the show. And the reason we're doing this, talking to Michelle, of course, is that she is the one member of Parliament, the one, the one of all of them, at any time, who consistently <laughs> displayed her expense spending, for everyone to see online, every single Canadian could check and see what Michelle Simpson was spending, her, how she was spending her expense money. And for that, she was let's see, she was called into the boss's office, Michael Ignatieff at the time, the leader of the Liberal Party. She was um, chastised. She was threatened. <laughs> Then they tried a bribe, and when that didn't work, they shut her down. They wouldn't let her speak in Parliament. Even when one of her constituents, a 21-year-old Canadian soldier who died in Afghanistan, even on the occasion of the death of this Canadian soldier, when Michelle Simpson wanted and should have spoken in Parliament about her constituent dying in Afghanistan... The Liberal Party whip said, no, you insist on posting your expenses online, so we're not going to let you acknowledge the death of your constituent wearing the Canadian military uniform in Afghanistan. That is how petty it is, and that is how much they want to protect their expense, um, I can't say rules, their expense environment. We'll come back and we'll talk to Michelle Simpson and we'll include some of your phone calls on the Roy Green Show on the Corpus Radio Network. Stay with us.